Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> Hi. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071, seven minutes after nine. Yes, James, I'll, I'll answer my own phones today. I don't need you to push the buttons. I'm, I'm remembering now how to do my job after two weeks of being at home in my jammies. I push the little buttons until it goes red. And uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I've already got the sillies. I've already got the weekend thing going on. It's only Wednesday morning. Um, Randy Weingarten. Wow, she's a freaking lunatic. I, you know, I, 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 every now and again I wake up and, uh, you know, and I look over at my wife who is slumbering next to me, perchance to dream. And every now and again I thank my lucky stars that I'm married to her and I'm not married to, you know, whoever is in my brain at that moment. Like, I wake up sometimes and go, holy crap, I'm so glad I'm not married to Kamala Harris. Dodge that bullet. This morning I woke up going, holy Jesus, I'm so glad I'm not married to freaking Randy Weingarten. Did you see that display yesterday in front of the Supreme Court for the college debt forgiveness? Do you have some of that audio? It's shrill. Go ahead. Yep. All of a sudden, when it's about our students, (laughs) they challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student Ah. loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair. Shut your mouth. Stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I'll hear that in my dreams. What a crazy person. She's the head of the largest teachers' union on planet stinking Earth, as Trey pointed out. Um, We have a couple of issues, little hinky-winky issues, when it comes to forgiving student debt, uh, which Biden wants to do because he wants to buy votes from young people. Uh, And the Supreme Court is looking at a couple of cases, uh, you know, and so Randy Weingarten's out there in in front and center doing her whole whole pissed-off old hippie chick rant. If you close your eyes, you really can't tell Randy from from Elizabeth Warren when they get uppity, you know what I mean, when they start screaming their brains out. Uh, just so you know, what is, how's it go? Uh, so you know where I sit, so you can understand where I stand, if that makes sense. I'm against student debt forgiveness. I think it's a bad idea. And primarily, I think it's a bad idea because of what I just said, it's, it, 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 it's not about making anybody's life better. It's, it's about buying votes and understand the people who get the, the debt forgiveness are people who are making at or under a hundred thousand dollars a year. So these aren't this isn't your your nineteen year old your nineteen year old, you know, pre med uh individual who is struggling through school while trying to make ends, you know, pay their bills, working at freaking Arby's, you know, whatever, drinking the driving, you know, their their uncle's secondhand car. It ain't going to people like that. It ain't going to people who are struggling to get higher education. It's going to people who have probably already graduated years before, who are now earning upwards of 100k a year. It will help them out. Does that sound cool to you? Does that sound like it's something worth screaming your brains out, like Randy Weingarten yesterday making an ass, making an ass out of herself. Hey, if you're a teacher and you're in the public education system, Randy Weingarten made an ass out of herself yesterday in front of the Supreme Court and made you all look foolish. How does that make you feel? 
Debt forgiveness, okay? There is no such thing. Trey's right. There's no such thing as debt forgiveness. Unless I borrow a fiver off of James and James says to me, hey, Sean, don't worry about paying it back. Okay, that debt now James has absorbed and it goes away. Okay, but when you borrow, when you sign your name on a freaking loan, either to buy a car or to buy a few semesters at school, if Joe Biden gives flings a bunch of money at you, that debt you took on doesn't go away because the money Joe Biden is flinging at you to get your dumb ass to vote for him is my money, is the money I earned, it's the money James earned. It's uh, You go down, go down to the Circle K, the assistant manager, manager there, uh, you know, loading up the cooler with gallons of milk. He, that dude's paying your 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 college debts. Okay, people who work for a living and pay their taxes are paying your debt. It doesn't go away. I, I learned this, you know, talking to uh, some people over the years, over the past five years. Let, let's let's say, and apparently there are a fair amount of young people that have this idea that debt just magically goes away somehow. It doesn't transfers it rolls over to somebody else and this this idea that we have all these poor suffering college students who are just crushed by their freaking school debt school their their college uh the tuition loans uh if you're listening to randy weingarten they're just man they're just rolling in the gutter and the filth and the sludge you know they're eating rocks for breakfast lunch and dinner because you know they can't they just can't afford to live man and according to Randy Weingarten you know they're the future of this country man bull crap and you know what i i have uh this is prescient but i i have an actual story to tell you as to why this whole college forgiveness thing is a bunch of crap and most of you already know this but if if you are a democrat or a liberal idiot and you're listening to this show because you're a freaking masochist let me spell it out for you. You can get a college education in this country without putting yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt. How do I know this? My kid just did it. My, I was talking to my daughter's, daughter's mom yesterday. My kid uh, uh, is going to graduate from college with a BA Okay, this May. I'm flying up there to be, be there at her college graduation. She is the first member of my family to get to graduate with a college degree, which is, you know, we talk a lot of crap about the universities these days, and a lot of it's deserved, but I am, I am beaming with pride. My old man, the most literate man I've ever known in my life, did about two or three years in college, and he dropped out to because he had a new wife and he started having kids, and so he dropped out of college to go to work, support his family. I was in college for about two years until it began to interfere uh, with my partying, and then I had to make a choice. <laughs> but then I went to a trade school, a broadcasting school, and here I sat. So my daughter uh, is the is the first person in my family. Her mom went to college for about three or four years, dropped out, didn't get a degree. She'll be the first Rima of this generation that, that has a college degree. I'm, I'm just beyond proud of her for doing that and one of the things that makes me very very proud about my daughter graduating from college is she's going to graduate in may doesn't owe a thin dime to anyone and it's not because i'm like supposedly some rich and famous guy on the radio because it's radio not tv baby (laughs) i do fine 
but I don't do fine enough to put my kid through college and her get out and not, not owe a dime. The reason my kid is going to graduate with a B.A. is because when she was considering which colleges to go to, she looked at her college fund, which, yes, all of us had, had donated to over the years and put money into, her grandparents, her mom, me. Uh, and she looked at how much she had and what she could afford. She wanted to go for theater and film arts, and so she found a college in Colorado, a small college, artsy-fartsy college, with a very, very strong theater and film department. She could afford it. She went to that college. She's been there for four years. Uh, Second summer came up. She didn't want to go home and live with mom and the stepdad during the summer. She wanted to stay with her friends, so she got a job at Jimmy John's to pay her rent. So she could stay and rent a, in a house with a bunch of other kids and not have to go live with her mom during the summers. Did all this on her own. I didn't, her mom and I, did. this was all her decision. Graduates in May, doesn't owe anybody anything. In fact, she's got money that she could use to go to grad school if she, if she so chooses. Okay? Uh, right now, so you don't need that massive student loan to, to get you through your college experience. You simply do not. You have options. Don't, you certainly don't need the freaking government to roll in and just pay it for you. Because that ain't the government paying it for you. It's me and, you, and people who work for a living and people who pay their bills and pay their debts. Uh, you know, right now, my other daughter and my son and my wife are are applying to colleges here in town that are these colleges where you can get an associate's degree, you can do it at home, at your own pace, it's affordable. You do not have to go tens of thousands of dollars into debt to go to college. I guarantee you there's at least one person listening to me right now who is middle-aged, who wanted to change the direction of their life, and so they're going back to school at the age of 44, 45, and they're paying for it by working extra jobs. You're not forced, if you want higher education, to take on a massive freaking debt. It's just not necessary, and if anybody tells you it is, they're full of crap. So... 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Talking about college debt forgiveness. I think it's a bunch of bull crap. What do you think? 210-599-5555. Here's Sandy. Sandy, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Great. What are you thinking? Well, I'm just wondering why it isn't a point of contention that the um, forgiving middle, I guess forgiving this debt uh, would help to stimulate the middle class. If you don't have the burden of having to pay a large payment every month, then, you know, um, millennials, Gen Z even can invest in purchasing homes. Uh, They can have more children. We know that millennials are not having as much children, and a lot of that is because of the burden of student debt. Why don't they just choose not to go into? Why don't they just choose not to go into the debt? Well, it's not really an option for a lot of people. For myself, my parents, you know, didn't have the money when I was growing up. They were working class their whole life. So what? So, but you Uh, went to college? college Yeah, and I went. What college you go to? I went to a and uh, Kingsville in Texas. It was a very inexpensive college, and I went to... Uh, so why, So how much debt do you have? 
I have about $40,000 in debt, which is not too bad considering. And I worked throughout all of college and um, I paid for my own apartment in college. That's great. Um, use whatever. It can. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, there are times where you are going to have that student debt. Yeah, but you, of, but, you know, but you did make, you did make a choice, right? This didn't come out of the netherworld and just find its way on your shoulders without any choice making by you, right? No, of course not. And then you also have to consider that at the time, society was kind of promising us, you know, you go to college. What well, society promised have, you what? That if we went to college, we'd get a higher education. So you went to college to get, get a better job? Is that what you're saying? Well, yes, of course. I think that's why everybody goes to college. No, some people go because they got a passion for something they want to do. Like my kid wants to be an actor and director, and so she went to a school where she can focus on that. I just you're 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 making it out like somehow this all happened beyond you, and it didn't. You made a series of choices which led to you having a debt of forty thousand dollars, and apparently because your parents were working class, it ain't their fault you got the forty thousand k. It ain't nobody else's fault. I don't care what society told you. You listened. You made a choice there, too. You listened to the yeah, idea that because you go to four years of college, you should get something. And I, why did you believe that? You're placing the blame on the individual when it's... Because the individual signed the note. You signed the loan. Right. But why aren't we talking about why the cost of college is so high and why middle class cannot afford to go and come out with so much debt and then with the amount of... Uh, the pay not being so high as it should be with the cost of inflation. Okay, why do you think college is so expensive? Um, I'm not too sure. I don't think it's... So you don't know why college is so expensive, but it's something people should find out. Well, do you know why the cost of college is very expensive? I do, actually. I yes, I do. Faster. I do, because uh, college professors get tenured, whether they deserve it or not. So they're guaranteed a 100 k salary, whether they teach one class or two a semester. That's really funny, because books a lot of and a lot of... Hang on, hang on. A lot of books. A lot of the materials that you need are are grotesquely overpriced, uh, and, and actually the teachers end up benefiting from that stuff when they go on sabbatical. The, the, the reason that your college is so expensive is because of the costs that the college itself takes on. It, it ain't got nothing to do with society. It ain't got nothing to do with some societal idea that we're just going to charge you for no idea. reason. What's that? I don't. I didn't say that it was a societal idea that you. Get yeah, you did. You said society reason. told you something. No, society told us that if we went to school, we'd have a better life, which I think is very fair enough. Well, what do you? How do you define a better life? Well, a middle class life at least, or upper middle class. Well, you're talking about money. How do you define? Okay, take money out of it. How do you define a better life? Um, being able to take that two-week vacation with your kids, the American dream. Okay, so take the two-week vacation two is what you consider a better life, but not that you're doing something that is your passion and that makes you happy and fulfilled. Of course, but I don't think that's always <laughs> the dream. I mean, you're doing accounting. No one's ever been a kid and is like, I can't wait to be an accountant. But well, then don't be a freaking accountant. Do you, do you not? You, you take yourself out of the equation at every step of this process. I mean, I'm just saying that that by eliminating some of the burden off of millennials, you have an opportunity to stimulate the middle class. What if they don't? What if those millennials don't stimulate the economy? 
that they don't and build businesses, that they don't. We're, we're not having children. We're not homeowners the way we're supposed to. I, I don't care, wouldn't... sweetheart. I don't care what personal life choices you have made. Because the one choice you made was to take on $40,000 worth of debt. You chose that. Society didn't do that to you. The college didn't do that to you. Your parents didn't do that to you. Nobody did that to you. You made that choice. It's your signature on, on, the, on the loan, right? Right? Right. Yeah, right. So what's everybody else got to do with it? I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm talking yes, about you are. About the angle of how you are talking about everyone else but yourself. Okay, I literally just talked about myself the whole time. Of why no, you literally what didn't, and you're misusing the word literally, which means your college education isn't worth squat. I can already tell. You have mentioned society. You have mentioned the middle class. You have mentioned this mysterious they that told you that if you go through four years of college, something is going to happen on the other end. And no, at no point in this conversation have you actually talked about yourself. Well, what is it that you exactly wanted to know? I mean, I yes, want I to know why know. you chose to take on forty thousand dollars in debt to go to school. Well, because it, I couldn't get the job that I got right now. If it well, what's the, the job that, that you wanted? What's the job you wanted? Well, I went to school for business. So, you, what are you doing business now? Yes, I wow, am. Wow! So the college degree worked for you. Yes, as it should have, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is that what you shouldn't pay back. You shouldn't pay back. You know, you're putting on the middle class something, some phantom middle class thing about your life. We're talking about you. We're talking about you and the choices you have made. We're not talking about the middle class. We're not talking about society. We're not talking about the college. We're talking about you. You wanted, right, to, you wanted to be. You wanted to be. You you wanted to be in business, right? Yes. You went to college to get a business degree. Did you get one? Yes. Are you now in business? Yes. Okay. You owe $40,000 as a result of that, as a result of all those choices made to be where you are right now. Yes, right? because my parents didn't put away a college. Oh, poor freaking you. I got to go. You're making me sick. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Wow, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. What's that chick's name? Tammy? Sandy. Sandy, yeah. I could have done an hour with her. There were so many things I wanted to, because we had an actual living, breathing, I don't know, Gen Zer, millennial type uh, on the radio. I think she said millennial. Talking about how she's got 40K worth of college debt. Society told her that she would get a great job when she got out of college. So she took on the debt and, you know, that society forced her to, to, to take on. And one of the things, because we just because of time, I couldn't stay on the phone. I went long. I wanted to say, well, where do you debt forgiveness? Where, where's the where's that come from? Where's the money that where's the money come from that pays off your 40K? I honestly didn't think about your daughter, Avery, and all the college kids that are doing it debt-free and the slap in the face it is to them. It is. Because, you know, because Trey's right. When when my daughter goes out in the workforce, not getting out of college, she went to a small college, paid it off, 
had knew how much money she had. She through her taxes, she'll be paying for that chick's forty k. <laughs> and she still has money left over with options for continuing education. I, I just it's it's crazy to me. Let me uh, let me get some calls in here. I'm going to stick with this topic for a while because I know it's a we're you, you James and I were just talking. We got like what ten colleges in this town alone. Uh, let's go to uh, Jay. How you doing, Jay? Hey, I'm doing well, Sean. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. What are you thinking? Man, that lady. <laughs> okay, so she her toxic mindset is exactly why we cannot have student loan debt forgiveness. What it's going to teach our peers, our children. I have two young boys, um, not yet college age, of course, but, you know, we're, we're trying to teach them that every action that you have has a consequence, whether that's good or bad. And if we just wipe away student loan debt, you know, it's, what does it teach them? It teaches them that their actions have zero consequences. You know, you made a good point. She signed the note. When you take on notes, whether they're car loans, mortgage loans, or student debt, I mean, you are on the hook for that money. And if what? we just say, poof, it's gone... What does that teach us? You know what? You saw a lot of this in the early double O's with the housing bubble, where you had a lot of uh, uh, young couples. And I, I, I was in Colorado at the time, but I, I saw this happening in Colorado because we had all these new subdivisions popping up uh, between Denver and, and, and Colorado Springs. And you had a lot of young couples uh, just starting out with little baby wabies, and they wanted the big house. And uh, to get a lot of mortgages signed, the banks had, you know, very low rates. And, and so you had a lot of young couples who jumped into these massive houses with these massive mortgage payments that they couldn't afford. And once they started going into uh, uh, foreclosure, you know, you had all these young couples, young people screaming, I deserve my, I can't believe I'm going to lose my house. You know, I, this, I need help. You know, same thing. It's like, but you, you signed the mortgage on that house. Okay. I signed the mortgage on my house five years ago. Society, I, nobody, society didn't do that. It's this idea. And this is really what's at the heart of it, that there is some force, some cosmic force out there beyond you called society. Okay. You and I are society. Sandy that called me, she is society. It's not some foreign invader that comes in and forces you to do stuff. Okay? One of the, and I, I appreciate the call, man. I'm running late. But one of the, I, and I, and I want to get a little deeper into this. It's going to take me some time to, to get into this stuff. Because I, I think this is important. Because it's not just about student debt. It's the whole mindset. <laughs> okay? The, 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 it's the perspective. And the perspective and the mindset is, I deserve something. Uh, I, I does, you know, it, it's me and everybody else and everything that goes wrong in my life is because of what those people did, what society did, what the system did, you know, whatever. I'm not involved. I'm just benignly oppressed by all this stuff. And it's such a load of crap and it's, it's damaging to people's lives because if you go through your life with the idea that you either deserve something or that society did something to you, 
you you are going to live a really crappy life. I don't know how else to put it. Now, if you were African-American in 1951, you could claim at that time society is doing something to me. There are laws on the books that say I'm not a full human being. There are laws on the books that say who I can marry, who I can't marry. There are laws in the books that say where I got to sit on the bus. That's over. <laughs> that, that doesn't exist anymore in America. We have cultural trends. We have politics. Uh, but there's no, uh, there's no laws in the books. If you're a fully functioning human being in the society, whatever the color of your skin is, that you can't figure out what you want to do with your life and give it a good shot. You may not, you may not be successful. If there's equality, it's that we all have an equal chance of failure. (laughs) And uh, one of the, it took, and I'm going to get into this, it took me a lot of years, decades, in fact, to come to this realization because I was like Sandy for a long time. And what I, the greatest piece of wisdom you will ever learn in this life is that your life is your choice. You cannot handle, it has nothing to do with the circumstances that come into your life, a hurricane, divorce, what that you didn't seek out, whatever. Okay? You still have a choice in how you react to all that circumstantial crap. Your, your life is a choice, and until you realize that, your life is going to suck. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happened on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. What a feisty little show it's been today. Isn't it fun? Is everybody having a good time? It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA, and we're, we're spending a lot of time talking about the debt forgiveness thing and I, it's the, the supreme court is dealing with this now uh, and i i'm spending a lot of time on it because i believe at the heart of this particular issue is a is a bigger issue that is a problem for our society right now in general and and you you want to know why guys like nuremberg uh, get reelected over and over again you want to come to understand why a doddering boob like joe biden uh, is the face of a government that uh, lives in the shadows, and we don't even know who the hell they are. Uh, we are now trillions, do- trillions of dollars in in debt as a nation. Uh, we we have multiple issues that you and I wake up to every single stinking day in this country, and the, one of the main reasons I believe that we have allowed ourselves to come to this place in American history is because of the idea, partially, of, uh, uh, you know, entitlement, victimhood, oppressors and the oppressed, a lot of this uh, uh, shallow rhetoric that you hear coming out of the left who are really just about taking money from people and giving it to somebody else and most of the time to themselves enriching themselves and enriching their position and solidifying their their power and their influence while sanctimoniously saying that they're doing something for somebody else, which is a bunch of crap. 
But there are enough morons in the country who, you know, frankly, want the government to pay for their lives and want the government to pay their bills and want the government to make medical decisions for them and want the government uh, to tell other people what kinds of opinions they can have and utter and which they can't and all that stuff. They like being taken care of. And in liking uh, and enjoying the idea of a huge, big, honking government that takes care of your ass, your lazy ass, they have allowed and voted for policies which ultimately are disastrous to this country. And it all begins with Caller Sandy. Well, society told me this. It didn't work out that way, so society owes me something. You know, uh, and so that's why I want to spend some time on it because we, we bring a lot of other issues into this idea of self of entitlement and what people deserve. The most overused word right now, and if you tune your ears to it, you'll hear it constantly. Whether you're watching TV, listening to the radio, reading something online, or looking at something online, the one word you will hear over and over and over again is what the D word: deserve. One thing, I, I, I really feel like the past five years of my life, and I'm going to get a little deeper into this next hour, the past five years of my life have been, has been about God teaching my ass something, you know, waking my ass up to some new truth and some reality that's always kind of been there. But you know what? For most of my life, I've been absolutely full of crap. <laughs> I've been totally full of crap about a number of issues. And God has kicked my ass over the past five years so that I could have this wonderful moment of clarity that I'm in right now. Uh, and at the, the, the apex of, of this lesson that I've been taught is nobody deserves anything. You deserve squat. You don't deserve anything. The universe and life itself does not operate on a fulcrum of what some people deserve and what other, people's don't. other people don't. Has nothing like Clint Eastwood said, and unforgiving, unforgiven. Deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. Your life is your own. Your life is a series of choices. My life is a series of choices. Some great choices, some horrible choices, some choices I spent maybe ten seconds thinking about. But my life and your life, where you are right now, is the absolute result of all the freaking choices that you have made from as early back as you can remember making choices. Mine too. And really, at the heart of a conservative ethic is that idea. I got to take a break. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yes, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I was talking to our uh, news guy, Christian Blood. And I know I don't know if it bugs him when I say this or not, but does that dude not have a great radio name or Christian Blood? Sounds like freaking Errol Flynn, man. And a... <laughs> it's his birth name. I am Captain Blood with your news. It's his, it's his real name. It's not a made up radio. I know. Name. I, I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's, I was talking to Christian. 21059, you can catch on the Riccardi show every night, and uh, they have a great rapport. 
210 Well, we've been talking mostly about college debt forgiveness and, and how that kind of spirals outward uh, into, frankly, it's just a very destructive way of thinking, and uh, uh, which is the, the the idea of entitlement. We see this uh, everywhere, and and look, you you, you want to know why there's crime on the streets? Why? Because people aren't being held accountable for their choices. Uh, God, I don't know if you saw that video. My wife and I were looking at this yesterday. Where was I, I don't remember specifically where it was. I think it was out in California or whatever. But you had a, a dude, a young guy, 23 years of age, gets into some kind of argument with a homeless dude inside a convenience store. And outside, in whatever city this is in, uh, you see this homeless guy kind of sitting on the curb there of the street. And this other guy is behind him. I believe that was in St. Louis. Was it St. Louis? Yeah. And somebody's... Filming it obviously with their with their with their phone, dude takes out a piece and is like loading it behind the guy, right? Puts the gun to the back of the dude's head and pulls the trigger. And it's not until he's about to pull the trigger that the person filming suddenly runs away. Uh, I, I I get I don't know if they've got that guy yet or not, uh, but. The dark edge of the idea that people shouldn't be held accountable for their choices, which begins with things like, well, you poor little schnookums, you got $40,000 in college debt. What, what a burden. We're going to forgive you for that and get that off your back and, and not hold you responsible for your own choices. At the far edge of that. You have people that will shove old ladies onto subway tracks. You have people that will come up behind somebody with a lead pipe and, and, and start bashing them in the head. At the end of that, you have a teacher's assistant who's pushing 60 who gets the crap beat out of her by a 17-year-old male student because she took his game player away. At the far edge of that self-entitlement and that idea that you deserve something and it's all about you, YOLO, at the far edge of that thinking is somebody who uh, obsesses on a blonde college student. And because I guess she doesn't want to go out with him because he's a freaking creep, he sneaks into their house, kills her, and kills three of her friends with a knife. Because that's what he wanted to do. Maybe he deserved it. Maybe she was such a bee to him. Maybe she was so freaking awful to him or whatever, not returning his messages, that he deserved to kill them. I mean, it, really, it's it's all the same thinking. And if our young millennial is still listening, which she probably is, she's probably rolling her eyes. I've never, like, killed anybody, like, literally. But it's the thinking. It's the idea. It's the idea. And the idea that we're really lit. We thought the me generation was the 80s, but we're really living in what I call the me generation. We really are there because it's all about me. At the heart of our politics, at the heart of our culture, at the heart of our media and and things like advertising and marketing, uh, and even to a certain extent, unfortunately, uh, uh, on occasion, uh, even in our in our faith communities, uh, it's it's me, man. It's all about me, baby. Politicians pander to that idea. Our president panders to that idea. 
because they're they, they want something from you too. It's they're not concerned about your well being. They want your stinking vote, your stinking money, and all that crap. But at the heart of all this stuff is this idea that it's all about me and what I want and what I, what I feel is what I feel I deserve. This is how there's another story I, I, I saw. I didn't look into it because I'm just kind of fed up with this kind of crap. But I, I forget what some school district somewhere uh, that's having issues with math, right? we got low proficiency levels in math across this country. Uh, and they, they, they say math is, is upsetting and it's racist. And so we need to start really considering students' feelings when it comes to their math studies. Math. Math is pretty static. <laughs> math, math, two plus two sort of just equals four. Doesn't really matter how you feel about four. Doesn't matter if you used to date a two. Okay, it, it doesn't matter if it upsets you. Okay, two plus two equals freaking four. And uh, uh, But we're, we're in this malleable kind of reality where reality is determined by how individuals feel about stuff. Politicians know this. They know that there's this sort of lingering idea of victimhood that uh, is is being uh, uh, really uh, uh, nurtured in this country. And hey, look, you, you you don't like the way your life's going. You live in a crappy neighborhood. There's crime everywhere. Well, first off, got to find somebody to blame. See that rich white guy over there? It's his fault. It's your life sucks. And guess what? There's not a thing you can do about it, which is why you need me. <laughs> you know, it's really what's going on. And meanwhile, the person that's looking at you and saying, you need me to get you out of your oppression, really doesn't give a crap about your oppression or, or perceived oppression or whatever. They're really just enriching themselves. You're being used. If you are somebody who is a college grad and you have tens of thousands of dollars in debt and the president and a lot of other uh, idiots and, and scam artists in our government are telling you that that's an unfair burden and they're going to do something about it because you deserve to not have that burden, you are a moron and you are being used. How does that make you feel? And once you've outlasted your use, they'll cast you aside and not blink, not think twice about it, not suffer a single moral or ethical ripple in the pond. How do I know this? Look at the fentanyl deaths every day. Do those kids deserve to die from handling a, a fentanyl pill? Do they? Do, 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 do young women from South America deserve to be sold into sex trafficking? Uh, or worse, if there is something worse, uh, because uh, the people in power right now are worried about their uh, place in the world. And they need votes and they need political support that they think they can buy and freaking import. Uh, did that homeless guy deserve to be shot in the back of the head by some a-hole who just felt slighted? Again, nobody deserves anything. Life is just stuff that happens, <laughs> and, you know. I'm, and I'm not there. There, obviously, I have a more, you know, as far as my faith as a Christian, I have a a, a different. I have a more, uh, shall we say, complex or nuanced understanding of existence. But at the end of the day, here's what life is: crap happens, stuff happens, and our choices are the only real freedom we have in this world. 
in this existence, in this universe. And the fact is, those choices, okay, where, again, wherever you are right now, you are only where you are right now. If you like your life right now, you are only there because of every single freaking choice you made along the way, including the bad ones. I, I look at my life right now, and uh, I, I was on that I deserve something trip for a long time. You know, for a long time, oh, I'm miserable because of my ex-wife. Oh, I'm miserable because of this. I'm miserable because of that, or this person did that to me, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until the clouds parted and I had a moment of clarity and realized, no, wow, it was me the whole time? I'm here because of my choices. Uh, it's it's liberating once you really sort of embrace the idea that nobody owes you a damn thing and you don't deserve a damn thing. It's the most empowering reality you can take on because ultimately, again, despite the, whatever circumstantial crap may come your way, you always have a choice. Every single moment you're alive, you are making choices, whether you know you are or you're not. And so if you're going to sit and stew in your juices, <laughs> stew in your broth uh, of, of self-deception or whatever it is uh, that you, you owe a lot of money because you went to a college that you couldn't afford or you weren't willing to work a part-time job or a full-time job in order to, order to get your ass through that and you borrowed money and you signed a loan and you think it's awful, okay, well, if you want to know who to blame for that big old college debt you have, walk into your bathroom, turn on the light, and look in the freaking mirror. Because that person staring back at you is also responsible for all the other stuff in your life that you may not be happy with. And, uh, and that's the truth of it. And the American spirit used to be that that person looking back at you in the mirror was the one person that could accomplish the impossible. The American spirit is, you know what, that person looking back at me in the mirror, I'm going to go out and find the American West. I'm going to go out and start a new state, country, called Texas with nothing. I'm going to go out and, you know, see that thing, that glowy thing up in the sky there, that moon? You know what? guy in the mirror tells me I can go put my feet on that thing if I figure it out, spend enough time on how to do it, working at it. Okay? And, and that's something that's being lost in America. Now, the American spirit now is, what's the government going to do for me? My life sucks. You know, I mean, it's it's really a complete inversion of what America is all about, which is all about individual freedom and perseverance. And you know what? Success, yes, but failure as well. And you know who teaches you more than anything else on the planet? Not your parents, not not your uncle, not your teachers, not your, whoever your personal heroes are. You know what teaches you more than anything else? Your freaking mistakes. If you're If you bother to listen to the lessons your mistakes will teach you. And I'm, I am, maybe I, in my old age, I'm getting kind of freaking cantankerous. I am so sick and tired of people whining about their freaking circumstances and waiting for somebody else to bail them out. You're going to wait your whole damn life on that stuff. 210, am I making sense? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, we're back. New stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. <laughs> if 
Phone lines are open to one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, wow, this guy's been on hold forever. Let's talk to Benjamin. Benjamin, how you doing? I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. Sorry about the wait there, dude. Oh, no worries. I was just uh, driving home from my trip. But I just wanted to say, um, number one, I'm a big fan of the show. And two, um, I was listening to, to Sandy earlier. Is that her name, the one I was talking about? The yeah, death? yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, as someone who just recently graduated uh I'm a, uh, a millennial. <laughs> right. Uh, I kind of agree with what she kind of says, but not entirely sure, not entirely what she was saying. Uh, when she was talking about, oh, society teaches that, I can kind of see where she's coming from, but I think she's wrong in the fact that someone else should pay for it. I, I mean, I took out personally like 90000 in loans, and I knew what I was doing. Right. You know? Um, and, it, and it is hard sometimes seeing that loan at the end of the month, but... I think what she was, what she might have been thinking about, but it was getting misconstrued with the whole liberal idea of uh, it being paid off and everything is the, uh, the notion that when you go to college and you get your degree, sometimes it's not enough to get that high-paying job that you want, you know? Well, then you have to figure out what it takes to get that high-paying job and do that. I mean, I, 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 it, it's, I tell you what, what, what's happened now is we have this idea of guaranteed outcome. Uh, that's what the, the, the redefinition of the word equity is all about. So the idea, cause, and I guess maybe I heard this messaging too, to a certain extent when I was in high school, but it wasn't nearly as pronounced as it is now, but this idea that you're, you, you, you well, you should go to college to get a great job and you won't get a great job unless you go to college. Um, I learned that was a bunch of bull crap after being in the workforce for a handful of years. Um, the, you know, the, the, there is to a certain extent, in my opinion, the res- it's a responsibility of every human being. It, you, you hear all kinds of messaging coming from society over there, culture over here, what have you, but you're always making a choice as to whether or not you believe it. And for me, if you're only going to college, to get a great job, you are going to college for the wrong reason. Okay? Yeah. It's like it's like me saying at the beginning of my career, I'm going to get on the radio so I can someday be a million-dollar syndicated guy. And because I got into radio, I deserve to have that job. And if I don't end up a multi-million-dollar syndicated guy, it's not my fault, it's radio's fault, which is a bunch of crap. It sounds ridiculous if you put it that way. Yeah. But when you go into college and you get out, you have no idea what the economy is going to be like. You you can't possibly predict what jobs are going to be prevalent and what jobs are not. This idea that college is just automatically going to get you a better job is a bunch of crap, and it kind of always has been. And you get the better job based upon your own efforts. You could get you could walk into a workplace with a a college degree from a major university and you know what you still might not get the big job you know why you may you may not get the big job maybe your attitude sucks maybe there's another guy that's willing to work longer hours than you are <laughs> you know or or do stuff cuz one of the things i've noticed is that I, and i'll 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 put this question to young people you know and i'll say you know w- what do you want to do with your life well i want to do this and I say, well, are you willing to maybe work in a 7-Eleven 
part-time to achieve that? I would never work in a 7-Eleven. What's wrong? I don't. No, I would never do that. Would you work seven days a week? No, I wouldn't. That's not fair. I have a life. You hear that crap all the time, dude. But sometimes to get what you want, you have to do all kinds of stuff that doesn't make you happy. And so, in other words, my point is putting it all on the college and all on the debt is is kind of an excuse. Yeah, I understand uh, what you're saying about there, like they're not willing to make that sacrifice. Because I had some, uh, I took an internship for college to advance my career, and it was not paid at all, and it sucked. Right. And I have a lot of uh, people going to UTSA who are in the same degree as me, and saying, "Heck no, I'm not doing that job. That they don't pay me. Why would I do that?" I'm like that's like your foot in the door. Right. You know, it's like you're expecting like. You're expecting 15 bucks an hour. Like, I don't think anything less than 15 bucks an hour. It's like, what do you mean? Like, that's how you get in the, your foot in the door. Otherwise, you don't have anything else right. other than that. Right. I, I appreciate the call, man. You're smart. You're going to do well. You know, I, I, you know it, it's like when people say to me, like, well, what do you know? You're just some guy on the radio that gets to talk for, you know, my wife. You only work four hours a day. I don't want to hear it. But it's like, well, the only reason at the age of 56 I'm able to work four hours a day and sit on my ass, and really the hardest thing about my job is getting up, is because there are a lot of years leading up to this that I worked seven days a week, and I worked in convenience stores and pizza huts along the way. I was a telemarketer for a little while. I mean, I I really, until I got to Texas, to be honest with you, I didn't even know what it was like to have weekends off, and I'm not trying to be boastful i'm just that's the reality i mean getting into a gig where i had every weekend off is like damn but you know again it, it's your life is your choice man and you 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 could get that big fancy degree and hang it on your wall from a big massive college and go into debt for the next four generations of your existence and it doesn't mean you're gonna get the the great paying job you want you know it's just that's life that's what all the people say Two one zero. What do you got there? You got something? Two one zero. What do you got? You to play something? What is it? Go ahead. Sandy, my darling, you hurt me real bad. You know it's true. Sandy actually did me a proper because I, you know, I, I, I just kind of, I, she did the whole show for me. Now <laughs> she called up. And I got, I got the whole. Thank you, Sandy. You got me my whole gig today. I appreciate it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. I, I spent a lot of time on one topic basically today. So let me see if I can play a little catch up here on some of the other things that I was going to talk to you about. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, for, uh, let's see. Ben and Jerry's. I don't know about you, but I'm so sick of their hippie crap. I don't buy a Ben and Jerry's unless I absolutely have to. Let's say I really can't find anything that I want. I met Ben and Jerry. I'm so sorry. Do I've they got, smell like patchouli? No, but they look horrible. <laughs> They're old fat hippies at this and point. And I got their autograph. Yeah. And they just print their name. It's not even a special autograph. It's just one writes Ben, and oh, he writes God, the answer. Really? And the other one just writes Jerry. They uh, are getting uh, under they're under fire right now because, you know, they're really, really against, you know, abusing children and making them, you know, work in sweatshops. But apparently the company that provides the milk for Ben and Jerry's uses child labor. <laughs> 13-year-olds working 14, 15-hour days. 
the response from Ben and Jerry's is, well, you know, sometimes in certain situations it's best for young kids to be working. At least they have a job in their crappy little village or whatever. Uh, let's see, the kid who, the 17-year-old kid who beat up the teacher's aide within an inch of her life because he she took away uh, his, his game thing, whatever it was, his video game, uh, he has been charged as an adult. Uh, he is uh, in jail on $1 million bond. Doesn't mean anything's going to happen to him eventually, but everybody know that they obviously know that everybody's seen the video at this point, so they're coming down hard on him. Let's see what happens, though, after that. And the Tennessee cop, I want to bring James and Don out. Don's available on this one uh, to talk about this because I wanted to get uh, a, a bit of a male perspective. But we have this cop in Tennessee, Megan Hall, who now infamous. She's a living meme now at this point because she <laughs> is the uh, cop who was she's married to a cop right on the force and she's having sex with pretty much all the other cops in the, in the department. She's going to jacuzzi parties and taking off her top. She's what scientists would call back in the old days a horn dog. She's she's just she's bow wow. Got a certain itch that can't be scratched. And uh she is now suing the department saying, "Well, no. Had wasn't about my choices, right? That's the theme of the day." I was sexually groomed. She's claiming she was groomed by uh, this police department to have sex with everybody. Yes, that's. I read the story earlier. Um, I don't know how you got groomed so quickly. No, you're because she wasn't with the force no, very long, and she's a grown ass adult. And sorry, uh, you just have a really interesting hobby and every you know we got five officers who were fired three who were put on suspension her husband for some bizarre reason uh wants to stay with her but i don't believe she was groomed i don't believe she was unfairly groomed or set up she's a victim in other words how are you going to prove that in court i don't see how with there's so many stuff you know, that she's done, you're like, what? I, I was once at a jacuzzi party in the 80s. I know that's hard to believe. I actually have pictures, and I took off my top. But you know what? I wasn't encouraged to do that by anybody. I did that all on my own. I made a choice. But she's going to blame superiors and try, to get, her. and try to get money out of the city or right. whatever. Well, and it's not her fault. <laughs> that's what everything is these days. It's nobody's fault. It's somebody else's fault. So she's she was groomed. Uh, also, the KFC Double Down is coming back after almost t- a 10-year hiatus. The Double Down is a, uh, a, a it's a, called a sandwich, but it's actually just two chicken breasts uh, that have some cheese and bacon in the middle. And they're calling it a sandwich. Instead of bread, you get two big artery-clogging, uh, you know, uh, heavily battered and deep-fried Breasts of of KFC. In full disclosure, uh, when this first came out, I I hadn't been working. I'd only been working here for a couple of years, and I tried one. Okay, how was it? It was disgusting. It's it just look, a couple of. It's it not looks ugly. If you want a sandwich, get a. Don't the rules matter anymore? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a sandwich is something between two pieces of bread. That's what it is. 
that's what it was when the sandwich guy, whose name was Sandwich or was the Lord of Sandwich or something. Earl. Earl of Sandwich said, just put some crap between a couple of pieces of bread. And the peasant girl brought it to him. The serf brought it to him. And so now we were gifted with sandwiches. And so you can't just make a sandwich out of anything, including chicken breasts. And I got nothing against chicken breasts. I got nothing against breasts. I'm just saying the double down is not a sandwich. It just simply is not. And you can't make it into a sandwich. It can't transgender? It's not identifying as a sandwich. Okay. Okay. It's not a... It's not non-binary and that it's not a sandwich. It's not. A sa- it could be a sandwich. Maybe it's not a sandwich. The thing is, it's not a freaking sandwich. It's two pieces of chicken with some crap in the middle, and they call it a sandwich, but it's not. It's just something that'll probably give you diabetes. So that's all it is. Two I, and zero. I think it got groomed. I think the people at KFC were grooming a chicken sandwich to be yeah, anyway. Yeah. Now we're getting silly. Okay. That chick wasn't groomed. You're a party chick. You, you wanted to party. You're you're a you're a nympho. You're not a victim. Your husband's a victim because <laughs> he's got to live with this crap everywhere he looks. Dude, wouldn't that suck? You know, you know, going online. There's a meme about your wife sleeping with all your coworkers. That'd be kind of kind of suck. Nation, <laughs> nationwide. It's not just in Tennessee. It's nationwide. I buddy. guess so. All oh right. I gotta go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away at the top on News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I, I, I guess at this point I need to file a complaint with the news department. I've got some issues. I've been victimized by the news department. And I'm displeased. I'm very displeased. Twice, now two days in a row, at precisely uh, 9, 1045, I have wanted to go on the air and talk about something dirty. And I, uh, as is my habit over the past 11 years, when talking about something dirty, I've wanted to bring my colleague, Don Morgan, into the, into the conversation. James, you've seen this happen. And two days in a row, two days in a row, when I wanted to bring Don Morgan into the show to talk about something dirty, he's been in some kind of conversation with Dennis Foley, and I can't get to him. Because Dennis now, talks, I know he Dennis t- talks I know about he, dirtier stuff. I know this news thing is important with you news guys. But I wanted to talk twice I wanted to talk about something dirty and you weren't there, man. You just weren't there for me. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Dennis was more important than me. Yeah. I understand. I, it's okay. I get it. Well, here's the thing. I get it. Dennis has okay. his own office. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know where the money's My at. wife has said that a couple times today. <laughs> Dennis has his own You office. have a desk, but it's in my house, Mr. <laughs> Sean. Not ours, mine. I'm just saying. All right. Well, what is it you need? Twice, Dennis. I was going to bring up something dirty, and twice he was talking to you, man. Yeah. News director. Right. Well, it's his job to keep me out of trouble. That's the thing. It's a full-time gig. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, I it's thought It's kind of like it's my like job me. to keep you out of trouble. Well, it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, well, we were talking about the Tennessee cop who's now suing the department. She had sex with like oh, pretty much okay. the entire staff. Right. Yeah. And now she's claiming she was groomed. She was groomed. She says she was groomed. Okay. To have sex in the gym, in the jacuzzi. Right. In all the places that she had sex. Okay. And I just wanted your, your input. She's, she's suing. 
She's suing the entire because police she was department because she was groomed. She's a grown ass adult. Did she bring forth any proof of any of this? Or well, uh, I don't know I, what the you know, results are from the free clinic, but uh, yeah. there may be some results. I've not seen any of the, of the images or videos captured during these encounters, but I have read the accounts given by certain authorities, and it looks to me. She was a willing participant from the get-go. I think she's a redneck yeah. horn dog, it and uh, this is uh, she's she's it's Tennessee, right? And she, it's a small town. Small what town. else? What else you gonna do? Small town. Everybody's got freckles, yep. you know. And what are you gonna do? Get so a little drunk, I, get a little I, naked. That's I've, what I've lived in some small towns, and this stuff happens, man. Yeah. People just have sex with each other. And <laughs> nobody was groomed. Not always in a patrol car, but still. I'm just saying. Small town Tennessee girl. Yeah. She wasn't groomed. No. And her husband's still there. He's staying with her. Well, it is Tennessee. <laughs> Can you hear the banjos? I'm so sorry. Anyway. Oh, all right. So I just want to make sure I got that out and that right. I got your opinion on the grooming of the Tennessee cop. Yeah, I really don't have an opinion on it. But it's okay. You, you, you can go back to talking to the news director. Okay. Doing your news thing. <laughs> Reporting on stuff that happens. (laughs) Conferring with your employer and your boss. By all means, go do that important stuff. I'm trying to make boob jokes here. Right. Sorry, I missed I'm trying to make booby jokes, and I can't depend on you anymore. (laughs) I'm offended by that, James. No, I'm not. Um... Anyway. Well, I, I, your fascination <laughs> with this police officer is beyond me. I don't get it. Because she's not that cute. I'm just trying to figure out what happened there. Was it? Is it just she presented an opportunity? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I mean, she ain't the... Sofia Vergara. She, well, she no. looks like Little Debbie from the Little Debbie Snacks. No, Nobody if, around here knows what the hell I'm talking about. If that were the case, I'd be intrigued, but I'm not. So, I mean, I, it, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that she's just you know, not all that good looking or if I just don't care. I, it's a little of both for me, but yeah. I am fascinated that so many men were interested in her. Right. And again, I don't know if that's because she's actually a very attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Or she just happens to be the one in the corner of the room going, Come on, let's go, boys! You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe there are you know certain a certain set of skills that she's capable of that we're not, <laughs> aw- <laughs> we're not aware of yet. <laughs> she was involved with found attractive. Who knows? Well, apparently she yeah. had a skill set. Right. I mean, this is all oh. this is all information that will come out in time. Why did Liam Neeson just jump into my mind when you said a certain skill set. Well, that's what I was skills. thinking of when I, when I said that. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that perhaps the... I want, her, you, underst- her, her, I want you to understand something. I will find you in the jacuzzi, and I have a certain set of skills. I will find you in the jacuzzi, and I will have sex with you. And my husband won't know <laughs> until it becomes national news, and I become a meme. <laughs> but right now, I'm talking like Liam Neeson. Even though this is the worst Liam Neeson imitation I've ever done in my life. That is not right. That is not fair. Oh, God. If I ever wanted to be turned off to relationships and marriage and just women in general, I would listen to that Weingarten's voice. I would listen to that, that leader, that one woman who runs the the uh, the teachers' union that was screaming out front of the uh, Supreme Court yesterday. I would just play that on repeat. You don't... That is not fair. James, if you ever just begin to doubt your lifestyle in any way, shape, or form of, of living on your own and 
mostly worrying about animals and, and not, you know, getting involved in any serious relationships. If you ever just begin to wonder, I'm lonely, just play that play that audio of that woman screaming her brains out, so okay? you don't find her assertiveness attractive in any way? No, I don't. Long, I find do it you? annoying, and, right. and I, I really just want well, to you know, spit in her eye. You're a timid fellow, aren't you? <laughs> That I, is not right. Ah, oh, no, I don't like God. her. I don't like the cop with no chin. I don't like any of it. I only enjoy women with Spanish accents yelling at me. Okay? My wife can yell at me all she wants. There's something sexy about it. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's a romantic language. My wife doesn't know Spanish, but she knows all the dirty words. That's all that counts. And there's something sexy about it. But, you know, that wine garden chick scre- screaming out, screeching outside of the... Now, that's a Karen. <laughs> that's a Karen, man, with a capital K right that, there. That doesn't float your boat. No, it, it sinks my boat. Right. That chick is the iceberg, and I'm the Titanic. No. <laughs> Why do they think that that's going to work for Titanic. them? Titanic. <laughs> screaming about college debt, man. It's like screaming about Harry and Meghan not having any privacy, you know what I mean? Uh, and now he wants to, you know, live stream his therapy. Oh, session. God, I saw that? that. Oh, stop it, you ginger idiot. What is wrong with you? You're going to live stream your therapy sessions? All right, you can go back to talking to Dennis now, the news well, he, director. Now he's, he's gone now. Now you have to Sorry talk to I me. screwed up your you moment. You need to entertain me. Come on. No, nope, I'm out of here. Jerk. Thanks, James, Elaine, Don, Trey. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. <laughs>